Welcome to the National Democratic Institute's Changing the Face of Politics podcast series. In these candid conversations recorded from home, politically active women from around the globe interview each other about the male-dominated world of politics. They're the best examples of why we need to move faster to reach political parity between men and women before the middle of the next century and change the face of politics. In this special edition episode for 2022's International Day of the Girl Child, you will hear Peace Ayo interview Julieta Martinez about her journey fighting for gender equality in Chile while raising awareness of the intersection of climate justice as a part of this fight. Welcome to this um, special two-part episode of the Changing the Phrase of Politics series in celebration of the International Day of the Girl Child. Welcome, Oleta Martini. I hope I didn't know my your name. <laughs> no, it's wonderful. I mean, now that we're switching roles, I can ask anything from you. And the pronunciation <laughs> was a 10 out of 10. I'm so happy. Let's go. So should I call you Oleta or Martini? Which one do you prefer? Mm-hmm. What about we go with, so people call me Julie. Are you cool with that? Yeah. Perfect. So Julie, I just have a question I wanted I uh, want to ask you, which I know uh, millions of people would want to also have the answers to it. And I think this is a great opportunity for them to um, hear that. So my question to you, what motivated you to get politically involved? Like what is it like? Is it like someone related to you was um, is politically um, active or is it a personal story or something? What is that thing that motivated you to get politically involved? Yes, but no. My father was politically involved once a time ago. I don't know if you know this, yeah. but not so long ago in Chile, there was a 17-year dictatorship and changed so many people's lives. So my father and my mother went through that dictatorship. So there was a lot of censorship there was a lot of like there was a lot of things that you couldn't do and they were part of the opposition so it was pretty dangerous for them to being like actually present in in politics because they're like there were no political parties at the time so my father always have told me and my mother as well that Julieta never think about politics just as a like a color like not only for like right left and center or the middle right when it's so much more. You should see politics as an art of, some, of achieving something, of changing something, of changing people's lives. And you should take use every single tool and mechanism that you, you have today uh, to make an actual change in our society. That truly really changed my life, truly really changed the way I see things. And I started to get interested in how can I create my own project? How can I create my, like move my own ideas? And why should I do it always? with others right based on a sense of community and collaboration and that's actually politics showed me that i wasn't alone and and there's so many people especially young people that are working every single day of their lives to make a better future and present uh in 2019 in chile and this is for like to end because i know i talk talk a lot (laughs) but um in 2019 here in chile there was a social crisis and everything changed for my country. Like everything was on fire. You could see military out the streets uh, fighting with people. It was a big change that 
marked uh, a lot of my friend's life and my life in, in particular. And um, I noticed, and there was like this big manifestation, this big protest strike. And you, I went out to the streets with more than 1 million people to ask for better, a better quality of life for my elders, for my younger siblings, for every single person that should, uh, that wants dignity. And, and that showed me that, that it's possible. Like when you get a bunch of people together that get organized, get coordinated, you can get to actual tangible solutions. Okay, um, Julie, I still have a couple of questions to ask you, if you will be interested. Why is having more women and girls engaged in politics important to you? If more women and girls are engaged in politics, would it be a better idea or it would be a very disastrous idea? So it's a wonderful idea and should be imp implemented as soon as possible. So just to give you a Latin American context or Latin American degree, we have been working a lot, especially in the world of feminism. We have been working based on intersectionality as our basic like word, like guide word. So understanding that every single context or every single one of your realities, it's going to change the way that you interact with people, that you live with other people, and how can you connect with your environment as well. And let me be a little bit more clear. Um, so my work that, that I'm doing right now, Ayo, is finding a connection between the climate crisis and the gender agenda. And every time I talk about like the climate crisis with a gender perspective, people look at me like, what the hell are you talking about? Like, what is that? And you get to realize that it's not coincidence today, 80% uh, that of climate, no, yeah, 80% of climate refugees are women and girls. Yet today are young women living in my same country. They use four hours of their day to get access to fuel or clean water instead of going to school. Or that right now, women are 14 times more vulnerable to die in natural disaster. And those are data that we cannot just not look at it. It's so important to understand that if there's so many crises where women are being extremely affected and extremely vulnerable to, especially young, uh, young girls, they should be the ones being actually participating in decision making because they understand the problems. They go through those realities. Um, I have the I had the opportunity not so long ago to go to certain communities here in Chile to talk with women that had not access to clean water right now, and when you hear them talk about their realities and what they do to like to protect their water uh, before it it goes away, you get to I remember like reading the IPCC report. I don't know if you are really connected with the IPCC, like this international uh, like this panel of scientists yeah. you know that work everything related to climate change and when they they send this report like adaptation report and i was like this woman had been adapting all their lives like there's no other person that knows better what is actually the adaptation because there's something as a reality they are going through when you, you talk about young girls and young women it's 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 go far away of like the slogan of we should get women on the table it's because it's an as a need as a society it's need as as a human race you have every single people person involved especially as we have been historically marginalized from every single decision that that marks our future and present wow wow are you sure you're not advocating for the presidential candidate because <laughs> because i'll vote for you <laughs> Don't make it. Don't make me think about it. Careful there. 
<laughs> you should you should think about it okay so i just want to say thank you for being the malala in um chinese thank you so much for championing um things that concerns women and girls we're so proud of you i don't know if um you get this you get this a lot but i just want to say well done for your work it's really important to us to know that there's so many girls out there who are fighting for girls and who are helping to amplify the voice of girls. So thank you. I mean, getting that uh, compliment from somebody, somebody like you, it's it makes me like 100% better. So thank you so much. <laughs> thank you too. Okay, so my next question to you is that for young um, women and young people with diverse identity, diverse mindsets, who have different upbringing, different religion, and different cultural background. So, how have you worked to contribute to combine these challenges? So, how have you worked to combine each and every one of those diversity? to work together how how have your work navigated all those challenges mm -hmm. so i'll try to keep it short because i know we don't have much time and you know i love to talk <laughs> i think it's pretty obvious by now <laughs> i don't know if it's controversial but just something i truly believe and i really hope you agree with me but right now what i'm trying to do in chile is i'm trying to eradicate this message that sometimes media shows is like oh, you're, you're representing youth, or you're representing young women, or you're representing, um, I don't know, Latin American women. Because I always ask myself, yes, I'm Chilean, yes, I'm Latin American, but I do not represent every single one of us. You know, mm -hmm. outside of being Latin American, yes, I have been, I've seen the effects of, I've been through uh, really mis misogynistic commentaries, I've been cut call on the street, but, you know, there's so many women in so many different places that have lived maybe worse, even worse than me. 100, outside of that, I feel like I'm really privileged girl. I feel like if, if we keep talking about people like they're pre-presented, like representatives of certain communities, it's like you're taking one person to represent an enormous group of women that are diverse, that are different, that live experiences different. So I think the best way to get to that representation, like actual representation, is I'm not going to talk about um, for other women. If I have the opportunity to have a floor, right, I need to have an invitation to talk about different stuff, or I, I get to travel to another part of the, of the world uh, to go to a conference or a seminar, whatever, I'm going to try every single day to get our other women, other women also on that stage, because it's not only just me. I mean, um, like it's it's me, it's Sofia, it's Valentina, it's Ejo, it's Sara, it's every single woman that are going through different realities, and they should be the ones speaking from themselves. Thank you. Of course, I agree with what you said. Everybody has to speak for themselves because your opinion on some matters may be different from my opinion, and that's what makes us different, and that's what would build the nation if each and every one of us bring our um, diverse opinion. So I want to ask this last and final question. This is like a personal question. What are you most optimistic about? Like, for me, I would... Um, in the next few years to come, I actually want to go into politics fully because I believe that um, getting politically involved, not just saying it, not just advocating for it, but actually being there 
would really make a difference. So what are you optimistic about? I wish you the best, Ayon. I'm going to be following your political career. Can't wait with it. And <laughs> so for me, I, I guess is that the world is changing and the world is actually changing. I feel like we are in this process of redesigning a lot of things, redesign the world we understand politics, redesign the world we understand economy, redesign the world that what we consume, why we consume it, who do we follow and why do we follow them? And finding young leaders such as you yourself give me the hope that the world wants to see those changes and we cannot wait any longer because we need those, those tangible, not only ambitious, but also effective solutions. And there's a lot of people, especially young people, that are bringing them based on inter entrepreneurship, based on innovation. So you are, you, people like you are the ones that uh, give me the optimism that I need in my life. And this is no joke involved. I'm, I'm saying this from the bottom of my heart. Oh, thank you very much. Thank you, um, Juleika Maitini. Thank you for being here and thank you for... Um, actually adding your voice to this year International Day of the Gold Child. And I wish you well in your future endeavors. And I hope to see you soon and talk more about um, how we can collaborate and actually make our countries better. So thank you very much and have a wonderful day ahead. Thank you so much for being an amazing host. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Bye. Thank you for tuning in to this special edition episode of the Changing the Face of Politics podcast series. To learn more about the series and NDI's initiative, please go to NDI's website at www.ndi.org. Tune in to hear our additional interview from this special edition podcast as Julieta Martinez interviews Nigerian girls' education activist, Peace Ayo.